This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Not Lukewarm Podcast with Deanna Bartolini, an author, speaker, and retreat leader who wants you to know your faith and live not lukewarm. Hello, everyone. It's Deanna Bartolini with the Not Lukewarm Podcast. And today we are going to be talking about some scripture from the Gospel of Luke and focusing on the difference that occurs in our life when we are answering the call of Jesus versus when we are trying to do it on our own. And really to focus on how there is a big difference between our human potential, our possible lack of human potential, and then divine fulfillment. So uh, we're going to start with chapter five of Luke, where Jesus is calling Simon to become one of his followers. So eventually Simon does become Peter. So, but in this uh, passage, he's still called Simon. Jesus is walking on the shore and there is a great crowd following him. And so he decides it's time to teach him. And so he sits out, sits out and puts out in one of the boats of, of Simon Peter's. And after he's done speaking, he says to Simon in, uh, this is chapter five, verse four, I'm going to read this passage. After he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into deep water and lower your nets for a catch. Simon said in reply, Master, we have worked hard all night and have caught nothing, but at your command, I will lower the nets. When they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their nets were tearing. They signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and to help them. They came and filled both boats so that they were in danger of sinking. So I'm going to stop there and I want to go back to this. Jesus tells Simon to do something. Very clearly, put out into deep water and lower your nets for a catch. And Simon says, Master, we've been at this all night. But, you know, if if you say we should do this, then I'm going to do it. Well, I don't know about you, but there have been times, not a lot of times, but a handful, a good handful of times, where I have clearly heard instructions of what I am to do. And I immediately think, well, is that really me or is that God calling me? And if it's God, does he know who he's talking to? Now imagine this. So just like Simon, Jesus says to Simon, lower your nets because you're going to, there's going to be a catch of fish. And Simon is hesitant thinking, but I've been doing this all night And I've been doing this a really long time, not only just this one night, and I haven't caught anything, and I kind of know the way things work, and I kind of know how to do this, and I know who I am. I don't really think it's a good idea, but but okay, if you're telling me, I'm going to do it. Have you ever done that to Jesus? Wondering, Jesus, do you really know what you're saying? And then just hearing me say that out loud makes me pause and think, what kind of a person of faith says, Jesus, do you really know what you're saying? Of course, Jesus knows what he's saying. The problem is, is that we, unfortunately, believe more what the world says about us than what Jesus says about us. And so I think if Jesus is asking us to do something, we should do it because he's not going to ask us to do something 
that is not possible for us to do. And here's why. We may lack all sorts of human potential. In the Old Testament, when a, a wonderful example of someone who felt a, a big lack of human potential was Moses. I can't go talk to Pharaoh. I stutter. I'm old. I don't, I'm not going to have the right words. I can't do this, God. I can't do this. And God says, you can do this, and I'm going to give you help, and I will be with you, and you can do this. And indeed, Moses does set the people free and lead them out of Egypt with the help of God. And so if Jesus calls you to something, if he's calling us to something, he's not going to call us to it and say, bye, see you later, have fun. He is going to be right there with us. And I think that's what we forget. We forget that. And that is why when you study scripture, not just read it or listen to someone else talk about it. But when you open up your Bible, and this is one of the few times where I think a real book is much better than an electronic version. I like ebooks, don't get me wrong. Open up a Bible, a real paper Bible. Open it up and look at it. And you're going to find that there is truth in there that's going to help you live your life. You know, last episode, I talked about courage. Where do we get courage from? Well, we can get courage from the scripture. And this is another example. All right. So Simon puts out into the deep and catches an overabundance of fish. This is what I love about Jesus. When we follow him, he doesn't just say, thanks. He gives us more than what we expect. It's an overabundance. It is a divine fulfillment, right? Of whatever it is, the action that he's asked us to do. Earlier on in Luke, there are a couple of other big examples of this sense of divine fulfillment. In chapter one, when the angel says to Mary, you know, God wants you to be the mother of my son. She's confused. She does not know man. How is this going to happen? But when she says her yes, there's a divine fulfillment. Same thing with Elizabeth, because how on earth is Elizabeth going to conceive? Because she and Zechariah said yes, and she was able to conceive. As it says in verse 137 of Luke, nothing is impossible for God. Nothing is impossible for God. And I want very much to have a faith that says not only is nothing impossible for God, but nothing is impossible for me when God is on my side. That's what I want to take away when I read the word of God, when I read about this overabundance of fish that Peter catches and that he has to share. He has to call his friends to come and help him because he cannot do it by himself. So Luke really wants us to hold on to that understanding that when God calls us to something, not only is he going to be right there with us to help us, but no matter our lack of human potential or ability, that the divine fulfillment of whatever action we are asked to do is going to be far greater than anything we can imagine, far greater than anything that we can imagine. And so we're only going to know that though, by two ways. And again, I, I said it earlier, we spending the word by spending the time in the word, reading it and letting it soak in. 
And we don't have to read pages and pages and pages every day. Four or five verses. Scripture is so rich that if we just take four or five verses and, and ponder them throughout the day, it's going to be of help to us. And so I think that's something you know to consider is how do you know what God wants from you? Well, the first place to start is to, to read his word. And then the next thing is to spend some time in silence pondering his word. Uh, and that is something that's so important to do. And then when you have questions about what is being said here, you know, in most people's, uh, most Bibles, there's going to be some footnotes on the bottom. So read those. They're there for us to learn from, right? Uh, People who have studied the scripture, who understand, you know, word translations and etymology and the time and place that all of this was going on, they're going to be able to help us to better understand what is being said. But of course, Ultimately, we turn to God and the Holy Spirit, who's going to reveal to us what this means for me in this moment of my life, right? So I might read this story about the call of Simon and this great catch of fish. And for me, what it's really reminding me is this idea of divine fulfillment, that God takes our little actions, the little things we do our prayers, our offerings, our sufferings, however small and insignificant they may seem to us. But when we're doing them in accordance with his will and what he's asked us to do, then we get something much bigger in return. And I'm not saying that we only do those things because we want a big return, because we don't know when the big return is going to happen anyway. It's not as if, you know, we go in with a quarter and we come out with a dollar immediately. It isn't that kind of a thing that I'm talking about. But the, the idea that our perseverance in following what God is asking us to do, ultimately, and maybe ultimately does mean when we die and go to heaven, is when we're going to have our reward. I don't know. But it is, again, I read this and I see the small things I do are important. The small things that I say are important. And when God asks me to do something, when I follow his instructions, no matter how badly I think I'm going to screw it up or how I'm the wrong person, he knows what he's doing. And so when I trust in him, then there is great divine fulfillment, which is part of his plan, because his plan is always one of goodness and abundance at some point. Again, we don't know when that's going to happen. It's not necessarily going to happen when we want it to happen, but it will happen in God's perfect timing. So that is really what I just briefly wanted to talk about, this idea of the difference between what we perceive as a real lack of human potential on our part to do certain things, but that when we follow instructions and do it with with God, there is that divine fulfillment that's going to happen. My uh, thought today for a not lukewarm challenge is to read some scripture, Uh, read some scripture. If you want to read chapter 5, verses 1 through 7. I think those will give you something for sure to think about. Uh, You want to read a little more? Go right ahead. There's no rule that says you can't. Um, I also think reading the very beginning of Luke's gospel, uh, Luke chapter 1, is is a beautiful chapter to read, and that covers um, the angel going to Zechariah, the angel going to, to Mary, uh, and then also the visitation 
uh, between Mary and Elizabeth includes the beautiful Magnificat of Mary and then the birth of John and Zacharias Canticle. So I wouldn't read all of that in one sitting. Uh, that's Luke chapter one, verses one to 80. Definitely break that up into a couple of sittings. And really, what does it say about the difference, again, between a perceived lack of human potential and divine fulfillment. So that's my challenge to you this week. Go ahead and dig out that Bible and dig into the Word, either chapter 1 of Luke or Luke chapter 5, verses 1 to 10. Have a wonderful week, and if you have any questions about Scripture or ideas for topics, I would very much love to hear about it. And if you want to learn more about the Gospel of Luke, there is a study available on the Live Not Lukewarm website. So you can drop in there and take a look at that as well. Have a great week, everyone. God bless you. Thanks for listening to the Not Lukewarm Podcast, a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. If you like this podcast, please subscribe or tell a friend or leave a review. You can find all show notes and links on notlukewarmpodcast.com. That's also where you can find links to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. If you have a topic that you'd like to learn more about or want to tell me how the Not Lukewarm Challenge went this week, please send me an email at Bartolini at mediaangels.com.